How you know what's best for my family, bitch? Mr. Hill, there's no need to yell and cuss. One of the two will suffice. How you know what's best for my family, bitch? Yeah. Rip me out the plastic. <laughs> I ain't been acting brand new, though. Um, so, yeah. What's happening, y'all? What's goody? What's goody, my niggas and nigglets? Um, this is a, another episode of Josen with CC. I am your host, CC. What a lovely Tuesday evening we have here. Um, I took the day off because why not? And uh, I slept. I slept and uh, for, the, for pretty much the whole day I had some breakfast and I got back in the bed. I was a bum. And I'm no stranger to being a bum, no. Um, so it felt pretty good. And I was like, you know, now that I have, now that I'm well rested, I let me go on and get my ass up and, and, and get some shit off. You know, um, it's been about three, going on three weeks now since my last episode. So it's like, let me, while, while the iron is still fairly warm, let me go on and, and do this. So how are y'all doing? What's been up? You know, how your mom and them? Um, you're doing great, doing good, could be better. Eh, you know, I'm in a mental rut. For with me, I'm I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm doing way better than I once was some months ago. I'm going to always go back to that because some months ago I was in a funk. But I'm doing much, much better. I feel like I'm, I'm, ba I'm back to CC. You know, if that makes sense. Um, it does. I don't know why I say it, if it makes sense, because it really does. So um, we going we gonna to get into it with a few topics. And yeah, hopefully I'll, I won't hold y'all for two hours. But if it comes to that, and if you get to the end, then kudos to you. Let me just say shout out to the folks who, who uh, listened to my last episode and even the the older episodes um shout out to my my homegirl toya who i i took took the advice of she told me uh she said in regards of your new spotify joseph with cc page you know because i had to start out over i, I explained that in the last episode you know just sit, you know just just upload all of your other episodes um because it doesn't make any sense to have two links two spotify links you know it's, it's going to be a lot of energy being put out having to send people links to the old page and then they ha like it's just too much so just upload a lot of you know a lot of your older episodes on that and you know let people catch up i did that but in turn <laughs> my apple podcast now that that's back up and jumping i double uploaded those same episodes so on my on my apple podcast page a lot of the same episodes are up twice but nonetheless when i when i did check my numbers and i rarely check my numbers for the podcast is concerned i normally just record posts you know if i have to edit some stuff out i'll do that which is rare because i'm normally a one take jake but I'll upload and then I'll just forget it. You know, of course I post, you know, hey, I put out a new pod, new show and everything and all that good stuff before is checking numbers and seeing how many listeners and followers. I really don't check it, though I would like, you know, more quote unquote engagement 
because I do I would do polls and I would post questions on Spotify. I didn't I didn't really get any responses, but I still do it, you know. Um other than that, I would it was it would be rare that I would like actually check numbers. I would just assume that, you know, I got a few people that listen, maybe not a whole lot, but you know, I checked it last week or maybe two weeks ago and I was like, Wow. Yeah, this joint got some runs. So um and that was the last episode which was uh something's in the water episode so shout out to y'all man um now all i can do now all all i can wish for hope for is that you niggas tip the bartender at the end (laughs) um so anywho let's get into the meat and potatoes um as you all know i i talk about topics not quite in real time um because shit comes out and in a couple days it's old news so i just i let i i make a list of the stuff that I want to talk about um prime example or for instance the thread app the thread and spill app that's been out for the past I don't know what two three weeks now um probably since the last episode how do you all feel about that are are y'all on thread and or spill now spill came about um two black creators um, and it's a to spin off to Twitter now that Elon is has taken over Twitter and you know he's he's banning a lot of things he's getting rid of a lot of things he's adding features that's useless and pointless he's it's a lot of censored stuff you know the black creators of Spill they're like you know it's a place where we young black individuals can really let loose and talk our shit like. Twitter back in 09010 you know when there wasn't no filter no censor or anything like that and I and I fucks with it but at the same time I'm not here to download another app I I don't have another app in me you know um <laughs> I'm eligible for upgrade for this phone and I'm letting this bitch run until I have to change it out and it's giving me problems now um it's overheating <laughs> you know I got space cuz to be honest give me the buck I pay for extra space um but still I don't have another download. I don't have another app in me. So, but kudos to the folks who do have spill. Kudos to the folks who do have thread. Thread is another app. I think it it's with IG to some degree. Um, it's basically like Twitter, but you post threads into your IG stories. I, I, I think it's personally a waste. Um, but that's just my opinion. You can fuck with it or not. Um, but come to find out, and I and I seen a, a, a article where someone posted an article, and I and I should have saved it to read into it. But the first few sentences gave me what I needed. You know, it told me everything I needed to know. That thread and this, you know, thread and spill, especially thread, since it's been out. You know, the numbers of people who signed up for it are dropping down you know it's it's not a thing anymore you know we're, we're so you you know we've been on instagram twitter facebook since our younger years our young adult years you're talking about 10 plus 15 20 plus yes the new apps are cool and all but we gonna go where we know we're going to go where we're comfortable, where we know the layout. You know, there, there may be some glitches here and there, but overall, that's our stumping ground. So um, when I seen that, I was like, yeah, it's, it's thread and spill is going to run its course maybe for the remainder of the year. 
then after that it's going to be a forgotten thing. And I'm and I'm giving it grace. I'm, I may be putting a little bit too much on it when I say I'm giving it a year. It may last at least for another two months. Who knows? Um, let me take a sip, bitch. So, yeah. Again, kudos to y'all who downloaded Thread and Spill. And that is, and that is active on it. But it's just not for me. Drops mic on that. Next topic moving along. I want to get into this whole Kiki Palmer situation thing. A couple weeks ago, um, she was at Usher's concert. The the residency he has at at Vegas. You know what? You know it was a girls' night. Home girls were with her and everything. She had this outfit. You know, very provocative, if you will. Um, cheeks cheeks was out. Cheeks was cheeking. And her boyfriend, I'm not sure. I'm 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 gonna assume that they're still in a relationship. But the father of her child, he took it to social media, tweeted or commented under her video or whatever, you know, you're a mom, you shouldn't be dressing the way you're dressing and also grinding up on Usher. Now here's my thing. And you know, I'm, I'm, I might get some flack, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I'm half progressive thinking and half old fashioned. Um, he was right in how he felt. Now taking it to social media. Mm, yeah, that was a dub. You should have dealt with Kiki or that situation in private when she came back home. You know what I mean? First and first and foremost, and I'm gonna ask the question, but I'm gonna also assume that he wasn't there when she left the house. Um, <laughs> but if you seen what she had on, why the hell you ain't object? You know what I'm saying? Before she left, like, hold on, wait a minute now. This is a little too, yeah, you know I mean, like, come on now. Even though at the end of the day, she's going to do what she want to do is steal. Um, so it's like, I get it. I get both sides. You know, Kiki, the shit was harmless. You know, she was out, you know, looking good. You know, she the snapback was real. Just had a baby. Out girls night, having fun. You know, and this is Usher. You know, Usher is known, especially with his residency, known to going around, you know, the girlies singing to him, dancing with him and stuff like that. To be honest, from the clip that I seen, it wasn't too much out the way. I don't think he grabbed her, her ass or, you know, you know grabbed her breast or anything like that. Uh, yeah, it was it was quite close, but I don't think like uh, Usher is not out of pocket like that. You know what I mean? I, at least I, I don't think I'm going to assume. Um, but I, I get, you know, where homie was coming from. Now, I will say, Kiki capitalized off this. Uh, she made merch, you know, she's made video slides and all kinds of shit, you know, because Kiki, Kiki is, is funny. She's a good girl. To me, she's a good girl turned baby mama, baby mother. You know what I'm saying? Um, homie got bullied straight up. No if ands, buts about it. He got bullied on social media. You know, from the girlies, had the girlies in the tizzy. You know, who are you to police her body? Who are you to tell her what she can wear? You ain't put a ring on her finger. Y'all ain't married, blah, 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 blah. And again, I get all sides. 
You ain't really got no room to say anything to Kiki if she ain't a wife. But even if she was your wife, you still really ain't got no, you know what I'm saying? Unless conversations was had and, you know, there's expectations put in place and, you know, uh, the respect level. You know, this is my husband, so I'm a representation of him and he is a representation of I. So I'm not going to go out here looking crazy. And doing no shit to disrespect him and his name and, you know, our family and things like that. Um, and vice versa, you know, and vice versa. But y'all got a kid together and Kiki is, she's the table. She is the table. <laughs> Basically, you know, to keep it a buck, she is the table in y'all's relationship. Um, you're barely a fucking leg on a chair my guy um so she brings all the pieces she brings the, the table the chairs and the utensils and plates and, and all kinds of stuff and even a decor bitch and even a table runner um so it's like you know it, it, i was quiet on that but th that's my take do i think she was wrong no do i think he was wrong and how he felt no but he was wrong with saying it out into the universe to try to humiliate her to try to to try to to try to put her on blast everyone's gonna take kiki's side kiki can't do no wrong she can't and i don't even think she, like she ain't gonna do no wrong because she know niggas is on her side <laughs> you know what i mean so i had, I had a had a uh, homeboy ask me like through dm about that and you know, I chimed in a little bit with him, but I was like, you know, let me, let me go take this to the pie, man. Because if the folks, for the folks who don't listen to shit that I'm saying, I ain't going to get crucified for it. <laughs> you Because know, if I was to talk about this on, on IG, then I'm like, hold on, see, hold on, wait a minute. You, you, that's some motherfucking systematic oppression. No, it's not. It's not, man. Like I said, I'm half progressive thinking and half old-fashioned you know I, I see a lot of sides to a lot of things you know it's not just left and right I see angles of it as well um, and then I just kind of make my conclusion for me and my sanity what what it is um speaking of <laughs> seeing all sides or angles Carly fucking Russell, man. My girl had the world in fucking shambles. You know, Scotty Beam tweeted some time ago. Um, and this is not verbatim, but it, 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 it hits. She said, not verbatim. She said, and motherfuckers wonder why. Wonder why is hard. Excuse me. She said, we wonder why motherfuckers say it's it's difficult to believe black women. Literally, you know, um, and that hits S a situation like this. It makes you not want to believe a, the kidnapping of a black woman because of shit like this. Um, Carly Russell, a young lady in a medical field. I believe she's a doctor of some sort in Alabama she staged a kidnapping of, of herself she she 
through a imaginary child in a situation she was riding up a highway seeing a child walking aimlessly she gets out like any human being would do especially if they see a child you know roaming around especially on the highway um and then next thing you know she was snatched you know her wig her phone her car was still there um but no kid in sight no carly russell in sight and it had it had the country in in a tizzy for at least a good week and a half every couple of days things would come out shout out to the tiktok girls um that <laughs> shout out to the tiktok girls that's in alabama because of, of where this happened a lot of of the tiktok girls was like hold on now wait a minute you know who really know the tea they're like first of all this area is not as bad you know it's actually like a uh progressive maybe not quite rich area but it's a progressive area it's very gentrified it's it's gated there's a fence across across the way which on the other side is a park and it's well lit um secondly you know allegedly she was doing this for attention of for a guy who you know I believe they were together, but, you know, he didn't want to be with her or they wasn't really together. And, you know, she was just an option. And, you know, they was like, listen, you know, Alabama men, Mo Mobile men, it, to be exact, they going to fuck your shit up. They going to fuck your world up. They, they going to, you know, sex you down good, you know, and toss you to the side. You know, so that's probably what happened. Um, so shout out to the TikTok girls for clarifying that, getting down to the nitty gritty. But uh, yeah, like I said, it was like a week and a half, week and a half of things, and every couple of days it would come out on social media, shade room, even the news outlets. Um, she had activists, uh, Tamika Mallory, and. Uh, Tina knows and you know just all kinds of other you know my son and other activists and you know well-known black influencers advocating for the 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 find of Carly Russell which made sense you know they're like if y'all gonna put the same type of energy in defining a, a submissile with a bunch of people who clearly willingly took the uh excursion to go find Titanic Surely you can find a young lady, a young African-American woman in Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and it's like, now that I think about it, like, man, these people were out on social media writing for you and everything. And, you know, bring her home, bring her home. You had wig content creators on TikTok, on Instagram, bashing the Alabama police department you know like y'all motherfuckers y'all ain't putting no extra unfair finding her and this is at a 30 woody woody woo how does that taste now <laughs> knowing that this girl staged this whole shit even from the news of her she of her being found you know <clears throat> her being found now uh monday because it's a tuesday now Monday there was a press conference um I want to say either the mayor or, or the head of the police station police department in Alabama said that the lawyer said in in Carly's you know words defense or whatever she she's sorry she apologized it was a mistake now hold on now how is it a mistake 
How you mistakenly stage a kidnapping, my boy? How? Like, excuse me, they already have evidence of you looking up, Googling, or watching uh, Taken. You know, the movie with Liam Neeson, you know, he has a, a few trilogy, a few editions, a uh, number of editions of that movie, Taken 1, Taken 2. You know, Googling kidnappings, what to do, and things of that nature. How you, how you say that's a mistake? You know, you you got the guy who you was with. Their family is is worried about you and think whether y'all together or not. But obviously, this is the guy that you was last with. And, you know, his family is like, their world is upside down. His world is upside down. Niggas is worried sick about you. And you come out, I'm like, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all, hey. <laughs> Who cooked? Oh, yeah, I was gone for a week and a half, but I'm good. What? Nah, B, nah, B. She was let go from her job. The coworkers was like, yeah, we, we not fucking with her. We not fucking with her. I don't know if this young lady is going to is gonna find employment, especially now, soon, if, if she intends to find employment. Um, I do think to some degree that it's it's a mental thing maybe not like a all bitches is crazy i keep it a buck with you all bitches is crazy and i don't know if i could give someone like that grace on on the magnitude of of this because again we have a plethora of black and brown girls and women that's been kidnapped and murdered and just i mean you name it over the over the course of like two to three years of course longer than that but now that social media is a thing and you know people are making things aware like the last two three four years um that's been a thing you know sex trafficking and human trafficking and um whether it's race related or you know just niggas is just kidnapping motherfuckers just to be kidnapping um so for you to do something like this in 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 the height of in the height of social issues um that we're dealing with especially with black and brown people like that's that's almost unforgivable that's almost unforgivable my boy you know like <sighs> i was looking at the news yesterday and um and that was on the world news i was like yikes on fucking bikes like how do you come back from that how do you come back from that and now news outlets are going to want to interview her um they're going to want, you know, more in info as to why she did it and all kinds of things. Um, again, it's mad unfortunate that that for what, what brought her to doing that, it's mad unfortunate. You know, it was I, don't, I honestly don't think she was just doing it just because I do think that something had to happen. Something happened for her to want to do that. And it may have been because of the, the guy. You know, uh, which that's been the talk of the town the last couple of days. Like, she's doing this for a nigga. She's doing this over a nigga. Like, maybe so. Again, like I said, bitches is crazy. 
Bitches be looking for attention. You know what I'm saying? She's not no ugly chick. But even the ugly chicks, e- even the pretty chicks get messed over. It At some point, it don't matter what your job position is, how much money you make, how pretty you are. Them bitches still get fucked over. You know, and they get fucked over bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so again, I'm gonna drop the mic on that. That's all I got. Shout, shout out, shout, shout out to the TikTok girls of, of Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, I want to talk about employee appreciation, man. I said in the last episode, maybe the, the episode before, I was going to talk about, I was going to start a new segment called Carrie Chronicles. So this, this is going to like, I'm going to segue into that, to that crazy white bitch. So we had employee appreciation this past Friday night. My job, we do every third, every third Friday of the month. We have employee appreciation. We normally stop work around 345. We all gather up in the office. Um, there's uh, food and beverages. Well, when I say food, maybe like finger food, like chips and little cupcakes and shit like that. We normally just sit around and talk and play a few games. Um of course, they talk about the numbers, you know, what we did for the quarter and all of that good good shit. But we, you know, we unwind. And, and I appreciate that. Um, the warehouse folks and the office folks, you know, we come together. And uh, but this particular time, they decided because we did really, really good for the first half of the year. Um, they wanted to do something off site. So management uh, bought out this space at uh at loft 18 down here in metairie down here in new orleans but it's located in metairie so if if you've been you already know what it's hidden for it's a it's an adult like um space where there's simulator games like golf basketball football baseball and and other things um like a dave and busters there's a, a bar it's half 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 of the places more it's like a restaurant with tables and chairs so if you choose not to pay to play the games you can just come in you know for happy hour for the drinks and for the food um so they did that and it's about i think the space it's like five mini rooms so the company the 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 management they bought out three of the spaces they bought three of the rooms which which was a lot you know they had the food catered from loft 18 it was an open bar wine and beer so it was it was pretty nice you know and that that's one hell of a an employee appreciation i'm gonna tell you that you know because normally you know when when companies you know when you do good the fucking managers buy a bunch of fucking pizzas and and two liter cold drinks um but for them they're like listen we we it's just us anyway it's not a big old company it's still family owned it's still locally owned so he got the money um so most of us like myself and another another dope thing they let the folks like myself leave work early around the same time that we normally stop work at 345 to go home and shower and change um because like myself I work in a warehouse so I'm one of them bitches I can't you know now with an exception of the office shit if we doing something off site oh I got to get fresh y'all gonna see these fashions you know and y'all don't know how i look outside of my shorts and shirt and raggedy bun with my headband bitch i'm about to get fly on you white folks so (laughs) 
a few of us, you know, left early, go home to do a quick shower and change. And we also got paid for that time as well. Um, I got to take a sip for that. No alcoholic drinks, just just a red cup with some Pepsi in it. Hold on. Mm. Yep. So get there and get there and it's a whole bunch of fucking white people. <laughs> whole bunch. Um, but it was cool. See my soup. His name is Ian. You know, he's 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 one of those, you know, move fast type of guys. You know, he's he, he plays sports, pickleball and soccer and shit like that in his spare time. And uh, as soon as I walked in, hey, hey, Sierra, you you fight, you made it. And I was like, yeah, you know, couldn't miss it. I mean, shit. If I didn't come, I wasn't going to get paid for the hour that I missed. So, you know, I got to come so I can get my money. <laughs> but uh, he introduced me to, you know, his, his lovely wife. And I met my manager um, of the warehouse, his wife and, you know, a few other family members that they had. And I met the marketing team. We have a marketing team. Um, their office is located in another part of the city. It was mostly women. Um and a, few, and a few other people, a lot of the co-workers had like their spouses with them, their wives. Um, one lady had had brought her her adult daughter. Um, so it was it was it was mad cool. And I'm one of them people. I adapt to any environment, you know, as much as as much shit as I talk about white folks like I don't have a problem being cordial. You know what I'm saying? I know how to I, I have I have a really good like ability to read the room so i'm like okay these these are cool people so while ian is introducing me to these folks i'm saying hey to other people i'm just hey how you doing i'm sierra i work warehouse lead and here comes in oh yeah you know she's dynamite she's dope yeah but she, she 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 knocks out all the orders you know she's the one who who does who does the bamboo location she does all of the logos and woody woody i was like all right Ian, now you landed on too thick <laughs> you know but still i say all that to say i know how to move in a room you know, I know how to um, talk. Uh, I know how to be cordial. I know how to shake hands, you know, introduce myself. And it's brief. You know, I'm, I'm not here to like, you know, hey, so how's about the, like, how about those saints? I'm not here. Like, no, let, let me meet everybody. Let me get a little drink. You know what I'm saying? We got some free food. Let me see what it let me see what it's hitting for. I may not play no games. I may not, you know, because I'm not like a game player like that. Um but I'm a watch and I'm a talk some shit, you know, because um, that's what I do. I'm a troll. So it was cool seeing my, my co-workers, the co-workers that I work close with, two young ladies. They were anti-social sitting at the bar. One of them had her girlfriend with her and or her partner, excuse me. Um, and she introduced me to her and everything. And I'm like, you know, why y'all ain't why y'all ain't mixing and mingle? You know, what I'm saying like these are some pretty cool people. You know, what I mean, they're like, oh, no, we just came here for the food. And I'm like, just like fucking niggas, just like niggas, just like niggas. Now, hit his man in looking at y'all because he, he mentioned it to me. He's like, yeah, you know, they're all sitting at the bar and I'm trying to get them to engage. And, you know, they're just been sticking them up <laughs> in yeah, it's coming from a white man, but I agree with him. You know what I'm saying? Like every, you know, the the few black employees that we do have that work in the office, they're playing games, they're drinking, they're, you know, congregating, having conversations with with each other and stuff like that. And they just moving from room to room to room, having having fun. This is a let your hair down type of event. 
we got these two black bitches being standoffish and uh so they're telling me that and i'm like man i get it but come on now you know y'all y'all are y'all are still fairly new y'all only been employed here for maybe like a month and a half you know if any at any rate you want to put a name to the face because i know you've heard a lot of these names you know such and such this that third you know whoever whoever at least make you know hey how you doing and that's it then you can go back to sitting down and you know you say you come here for the food but you ain't eating none of the food that's catered you know what i'm saying like you ordering off the menu bitch if that's the case go somewhere else you're not you don't drink wine and beer you're ordering off the menu go somewhere else you know what i'm saying that's participation now i did order a drink off the menu um because i i'm not i'm not a beer drinker and i'm really not a wine drinker but i did fuck with the pasta that they had catered (laughs) and i fuck with the southwest egg rolls but I had to give me a cocktail because I'm a pretty bitch, pretty bitch, and pretty bitches need pretty drinks. But you know, throughout the whole night, you know, from five to eight thirty, eight forty-five, I was back and forth, you know, between them and um, my other uh, colleagues, if you will, you know, rapping with them and you know, just joking around and things like that. It was it was real, just surface level, not too deep into thinking and stuff like that and uh, at one time I went back to the table where the two young ladies were and it, and one of them um which I'm I, I am cool with she was like um you know see I I like the way I'm watching you and how you you know move around like I wish I was like that you know you're able to um you got really good personality and you're able to move in with this with this crowd and you know no you may no you're not playing no games but like I see you talking to um the manager's wife you know you just met her like she she's coming to you to talk to you you know you're just standing there and you're like you're going to talk to uh Miss Pat and you know Rachel and stuff like that and you know in y'all having conversation y'all laughing and talking like I wish I was like it's I know it's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done. But I'm going to say this. You can do it too. You can do it too. It's not hard. It's really not. Um, And I was like, well, you know, it that comes from me working a whole bunch of jobs in the past working with different types of people races and ethnicities and uh dealing with working with different personalities and things of that nature so it's easy for me to um yes i i have my preference on who i want to be around but with a set like with a set like this in my experience like is nothing for me and and it and it shouldn't be nothing for her you know i even told her i said you your last employment your last job was working with a whole bunch of white people you know what i'm saying so if if anything you should be able to i don't want to say feel comfortable but like you know just let let that guard down just a tad just a tad bit because anything could happen you know white people be white people in but like in in the in the realm of like just being cordial and like just surface level nice you know you ain't gotta be fake but just be yourself you know if you know you got a good personality and you know um you don't take things to heart and 
you don't think too deep like i'm 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 more of a surface level individual yes i i do go deep with some shit but not everything you know um but i, I know a lot of shit it's just a lot of shit just don't matter to me it don't matter that much for me to go deep into it you know um i pick and choose what to go deep with so excuse me so it's very easy for me um so yeah i could have been See, I could have easily been, you know, like, fuck these white people, but come on, man. We, I'm, we just had, we just here to have a good time, and I, I, I got a motive where, I, well, not a motive, but I have my, my evening set planned out. I'm going to do this shindig with, you know, the, with, with the company, then I'm going to have me a, have me a drink or two, go to my usual spot. Um, I invited, I invited all of them, not, when I say all of them, I mean like my black co-workers um but i invited most of them they declined except for one my homegirl rachel i was like listen you know um i'm going to get some drinks you know and, and joe's a bit at the bar you're more than welcome to come you know because me and me and rachel we we gelled really really well um in the beginning it was kind of rocky she she will tell this story to her grave how i was being a bitch to her when when i first started but i was like i don't remember that but whatever here we are we're with the best of friends um she's like yeah I'm, I'm down shit i'm down for a drink or whatever so i was cool we stayed there at loft 18 for literally from like five to the event was from five to eight but most of us even with the space you know we had to clear out the space for the next parties most of us like stayed around hung around the bar and you know sat at tables and stuff like that probably until like nine o'clock you know, so it was a it was a good night. People were still just mixing and mingling, of course, drinking and you know just having a good time. Something that we don't normally do at work, cause when when we're at work, like we working. Now while we were there, <laughs> and this is a perfect segue. My um my coworker, which she works in the office, Rachel, she was like, "Oh, I noticed being messy, cause she's a messy bitch. Oh, I noticed Carrie ain't come." I was like, hmm, well, <laughs> she wasn't going to come if she didn't have nothing to do anyway. Now, Carrie is a young lady who I mentioned on the pod um, briefly, but this is this is more of the detail stuff. Carrie is a 32 year old Caucasian woman um from from here i think she's from like the west bank or some shit like that she has a lot of disadvantages um she doesn't know how to read very well or at all and she barely knows how to write other than maybe her name um <laughs> well i'm going to hell for for just chuckling but and and she also has a mind of a child. Her her parents really did 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 her over. They took her out of school. Um, so she has like a third, fourth grade education, which is is it's, it's entirely not enough. Um, but nonetheless, she's employed at the at the job that I'm employed at. She's only there to fold clothes and do the returns or not so much do the returns but we have someone to do the actual returns she's responsible for putting the folded returns away 
in its rightful place. But for it's like going in the system, doing refunds, um, you know, things like that. She can't do that because she's she she doesn't know how to read. Um, when she needs to read something, she asks someone to read it out loud to explain it to her what it is. She when she wants to find out something and this is me seeing this firsthand she goes to google translator and things of that nature um but besides that she is very much so a jealous mean bitch <laughs> so let's get into it let's get into it now when i got hired when i got hired i want to say the very first week she wasn't there she was she had took like a two-week vacation her mother had just passed um so when she came back it was my second week and I introduced myself now I didn't know I wasn't privy to any of these disadvantages I wasn't privy to none of the bad shit you know my my co-worker Tamara I'm gonna say her name she didn't tell me about a lot of the shit um and I and I mean I'm not mad at it you know because that's that ain't nobody's business but um so when she came she came back to work I introduced him I say hey how you doing Carrie I'm Sarah she's like oh you're Sierra I heard about you before I left um that they were gonna hire someone you know their name was Sierra <laughs> she says, that's how she talks I'm going to hell I know it's so nice to meet you and um welcome and I was like you know just want to give my condolences you know I heard about your your mother and oh my god that's so sweet of you oh my god thank you yeah it's pretty rough you know I had to go home and spend time with my father and my brother <laughs> I'm like okay all right and that was that now expectations was put upon me it was put upon me by my, by my supervisor. I didn't even know firsthand, um, at least like the first couple of weeks. But he he liked the way I work. You know, he liked that I can communicate. He liked my personality. And on top of that, he just liked the way I work. If nothing else, the way I work. Um, So he would tell me a lot of things like just for what need to be done throughout the day. And, you know, the start of the, the, start of the day and stuff like that. I was like, OK, cool. He would also tell me, hey, can you tell everyone else in the event I can't in the event if I don't see everyone else? And I'm like, sure. Why not? That's I mean, sure. I'm just relaying a message. So I would tell tomorrow, hey, you know, Ian wants such and such and such. Tell, you know, whoever else. Hey, Ian said, you know, they want he wanted such and such and such. Now, I did that with Carrie. And her response was like, OK, little did I know she had a problem with it. A few days later, Tamara comes to me and was like, oh, uh, Carrie, she, she, she don't, um, she, she out here, she's going asking who you are and what your position is. And, you know, you told her what to do. And I'm like, excuse me, er, <laughs> what is coming from? Like, I forgot and everything. This was days later. And I was like, oh, you're talking about that the morning where Ian told me such and such. And he was like, hey, you know, if you see everyone before I do, like, just tell them. She was like, yeah, I said, I didn't. I'm wait. wait I was, I was st still just like flabbergasted. So me being me, I nipped it in the bud. I waited for maybe like a day or two. And even within that day or two, I can I can feel the discomfort in Carrie when I was around. 
you know, um, I was still just working, working with my head down, still trying to learn everything. You know, I'm still in training. Ian's training me to, you know, how to do orders and how to do this and paperwork and all kinds of other stuff. Like, like everyone else is not different. Everyone else knows how to do, how to do this too. He's training me. So a couple of days go by and, um, I'm watching how she works at, cause at this time she was working out on the floor with us. But I was like, wait a minute, this girl, she ain't moving like everybody. Not granted, everybody got their own pace. Especially if you're working in a warehouse. If you know anything about warehouse work, you know, if like the most important thing is pace. Once you get a good pace down, you know, and, a, and, a, and you already have a good work ethic, the money come, the, you know, opportunity come, just, you know, all kinds of other stuff. You, you'll be you'll be left alone if you have a good pace huh? and i'm also say that too niggas won't be coming down your neck talking about hey can you do do it like this no if you have a good work that thick and it makes sense how you work and you got a good pace and you work with your head down you ain't got to worry about no white man on your neck um so but while doing that i was not like man this this fucking girl she moves slow as cheese like she get distracted easily like she ain't doing what we're all doing because I'm assuming she's a warehouse associate like everyone else. So I go to Tamara like, hey, um, Carrie doesn't, do she do what we do? And she was like, that's when everything started to come out slowly but surely. She was like, well, no, um, she know how to do this. But like, they don't expect her to be as product, to, to be as um, the productivity the the expectations of that is not like us you know and when i say us i mean like the rest of the other warehouse associates black and white she's like they don't expect her to to do the same numbers as we do they don't expect her to pull the same type of orders as we do so you know when she does the business to business orders it's very small orders you know per order is like four items as opposed to when we do it we're doing like 120 you know we're doing like four and five box orders where she's doing like one small box order she does that all day but she also complains about being out on the floor but when she's in the back she complains about being in the back um but that's all she know how to do and i'm like damn that's kind of messed up she was like no it's not you'll see and boy did i fucking see so despite all of that i pulled her to the side a few days later and i was like hey carrie and I holler at you for a minute. She's like, oh, yeah, sure, Sierra. What's going on? What's going on? And I was like, listen, if I if if I said something to you, you know, if I made you feel uncomfortable, um, with, at least with what I said, you know, I apologize. And moving forward, I'm going to apologize. Um, that It's not my intent to make people feel uncomfortable, especially people who've been here longer than me. Um, you know, I'm new. I said, you know if you're trying to figure out who I am and what I am here, I'm Sierra and I'm a warehouse associate. Nothing more, no, nothing less. I'm I'm here to know what everyone else knows and I'm here to work and make money. That's pretty much it. I said, I'm not here to be a supervisor. Um, if anything, you know, maybe here to train, but to help Ian train people coming in. But other than that, I don't want to be nobody's supervisor. You know, I don't, I don't want to, um, it's a certain level of delegation that I'm willing to do. Um, I said a couple of days ago, you know, when I told you what Ian said, that's what really happened. You know, he told me 
what I told you. And he said, hey, if by chance you see everybody else before I do, just let them know. And that was pretty much it. And me being a team player, I was like, okay, I didn't think what I said, which was literally relaying a message was going to be a problem. Um, But I feel like you're used to getting your orders, being told what to do, being micromanaged. All of these words were going over her head. This was before I knew the bitch was a dumb, was dumb as a box of rocks. Um, I said, if I didn't know that you needed to be told these things by him, as opposed to a team member, which is the same thing. You know, we're, we're being told the same thing. It's not like I'm telling you to do it and I'm not doing it. It's not that because I assure you when he's telling me to do it, I'm doing it and I'm getting it over with. Um, it's a job for God's sakes. So she's like, oh, oh, I thank you so much for coming to me and talk to me. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, you know, why was he going to you and telling you? I said, well, he wasn't coming to me. <laughs> you know, like when I clock on, I go to the office, I get, you know, my orders and everything. He just so happened to see me. That's how we went. And he told me that was pretty much it. But he's not looking for me and I'm not looking for him. It was a lot of explanation explaining that I was doing on my end. Um. And I said, but it's it's not none of that. You know, again, I'm not trying to be a supervisor. I'm not looking for him to be like, hey, Ian, you know, let me, you know, what, what do you need me to tell every, like, no, tell me what you got to tell me and let me rock. And that's it. I don't, I don't care that much. Um, but I'm also a team player. So if you need me to, you know, tell other people in the event, like you said, in the event, if I don't see them before you just let them know. Okay, cool. No harm or foul. I was like, I'm the same. I'm doing the same thing you're doing. I'm a warehouse associate. You know, I do orders. You know, I ship them. I do paperwork. You know, I, I have. I use the scanner like everyone else. You know, if if they need me to fold, which is something that I don't do all the time, but if they need me to fold, if it's a big order, you know, shit like that for different companies, and they need some tedious done, I do that, just like you do, right? Yeah, you know, I was just trying to fish. You still just trying to figure out, still stuck on the fact that Ian told me first and not telling her. And when she started just saying the same, I was like, okay, yeah, see, this ain't going nowhere. And I and I actually said it. I thought I was saying it just in my head. And I was like, yeah, see, this ain't going nowhere. Um, I said, well, you know what, Carrie, moving forward, I'm gonna stay out of your way, <laughs> and you just stay out of mine. You know, um, I. I can do well with coexisting and, and sharing space with someone who um, doesn't feel like I'm um, it, it was a word that I used that doesn't feel like I'm their equal to some degree. No, 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 it's not that I didn't say no, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I just I just feel comfortable taking my orders from Ian. I was like, OK. And that's fine. Well, I'll tell him moving forward if there's anything that you need to tell Carrie, even though it's the same thing that you're telling me, you're going to have to tell Carrie yourself because I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Well, I appreciate that's That's what she wanted to hear, which is so sad. She was like, well, I appreciate that. Uh, well, what, what made you come to me, you know, f- to talk to me? I said, well, one, you're a human being. And then two, um, I just started and I don't. I don't believe in making people feel uncomfortable, you know, not, not, especially if I, especially if I ain't know, if I ain't do anything, and if I did you something, 
you know, and then after that, I really don't fuck with you. Then I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking care. But I'm coming in here to work, make money. I said, I'm solely in this bitch to make money and go home. Once I clock out, none of you motherfuckers matter. We work too close to have tension, especially unwarranted tension. Again, if I did you something, then okay. But I feel like I ain't do nothing. So I got to nip it in the bud. You know, I said, I don't know about you, but I can continue to work around you. You know, hence why I said, I'll stay out of your way and you just stay out of mine. And that's it. You know, as long as you do your work and I do mine and we cope aesthetic. And um, she was like, yeah, you're right. You know, I just, you know, I, um, I'm all for being part of a team and, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, you're a good team member. And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. At that time, at that point, I was like, I was done with it. I was like, yeah, whatever, whatever, bitch. Because since I've been here, you ain't, you ain't even done nothing. If you want to keep it a book. And, and since that conversation, she showed me she ain't done shit. Um, she is very jealous. She is very much mean girl spirited. Um, the two young ladies that got hired on a little over a month ago and they're two black young ladies. I feel like, you know, is on some racist shit. She will, she stares at them. She's, she stares at me as well, but I stare back. Once I feel like you staring at me, bitch, we about to stare, stare off, but she'll turn her head when I, when I start looking. So, you, so I know you're doing it intentional um, and it's making the, the, the young ladies very uncomfortable. So I had to give them the rundown on their first day about Carrie. And that, that's really like sad. You want, if anything, you want to give them the rundown about the work, but you got to give them a heads up about this crazy bitch. You know what, y'all? This bitch took it a step further. Not only after that, not only after that. We stayed out of each other's way. And I'm thinking that we all right with doing that. And I even went to end. I told and I told him. And he and he explained to me, he said, Carrie is she she's special. You know, he was trying to tell me all the more words without saying that the bitch don't know how to read or write. And she's she just special. He was just like, you know, she is special. You know, we have her doing, you know, one particular thing and she shines bright in that shine bright and folding clothes. What? They go, nigga, what? I could do that. But whatever go off um he was like just um you 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 did you, you did the right thing by going to her and talk to her and you know even telling her that you know you'll stay out of her way and you know and long as she also knows to stay out of yours and um that's pretty big of you I was like yeah man I mean again we work now that I'm seeing it's just us you know um I don't believe in having unwarranted tension you know we we here to make money and and do the work and go home you know, um, I don't know y'all well enough to be like, I don't like y'all. Y'all don't know me well enough to be like, you don't like me. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm literally trying to learn. I'm, I'm at, I'm on ends hip every day for the past two weeks, trying to learn everything, trying to soak up everything that, you know, he's showing and giving me, you know, with, with other coworkers as well. You know, the, the se the senior coworkers are, are helping along the way too. If I have a question, you know, they're there to answer and everything, but Ian is my trainer. So, um, but after that, she would, she would talk shit behind my back, talk to the other two white women who they're jealous bitches as well lazy bitches at that you know talk about you know who she thinks she is she thinks she's the captain and just all kinds of shit now all of this shit all this shit is coming back to me and i'm playing it cool 
you know, now I'm not speaking to Carrie's Carrie's not speaking to me. You know, I've, you know, I was raised on if, if I'm going to come into your space, I'm going to speak at least say good morning. I've done that a plethora of times. She hasn't spoke back. I was like, all right, bitch, well, fuck you then. You know, and I hate even being like that. So I just don't speak in the morning. Now, if she speak, I'm going to speak back. But other than that, I'm not, I'm not giving you that. So Tamara, our coworker, which she, 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 she took a liking she took a liking to Tamara. Tamara was there, has been there before me, like damn near almost a year before me. Um, and they, they became cool. Tamara is not crazy, but Tamara treats Carrie like, like a daughter, you know, and Tamara's like fucking her age, like 32, 33. But again, like I said, Carrie has mind of a fucking child. So Tamara had a little single to Mayo shindig. Now you're probably asking, if Tamara is, you know, Tamara is my coworker as well. And she's always, she's also the homie of mine too. We we're not at that level where we're hanging outside of work, but she the work homie. Um, but she is my homie nonetheless. And I know where the loyalty resides because of that. And also because on a previous job, I trained Tamara. Like I'm Tamara's big homie, you know what I'm saying? So everything that I tell Tamara, especially like with work and, you know, how things are going, like she going to listen to me because I'm not here to steal her wrong. Um, I, I, I encourage her to, you know, if, if you want to look for more employment, by all means do it. You know, if you feel like this is not enough, now I'm not in a position to say that, but at the same time, like I'm her homie. So she's coming to me with advice and I'm going to give it, I'm going to give her some advice you know um so to go back she had a little Cinco de Mayo joint at, at, at her crib she invited Carrie now uh Tamara has a few homegirls that was also there they're inside the the crib drinking eating laughing talking having a good old cherry old time Carrie's just there like a fuck like a fucking fly on the wall she don't know nobody she don't know how to interact with people because of her shortcomings so she's sitting at the table. This is what everything that Tamara told me. And I know Tamara ain't lying um, because I got a second, you know, one of her homegirls vouch for it. I talked to her. That, yeah, I, I now this I had to go D for. Um, so they're, they're all sitting at the table. She comes out of nowhere and was like, I don't like your friend Sierra. Tamara's like, er, what, what, what you what you mean? The girls is looking like, whoa, whoa who, who's Sierra? where she at and I was like that's our co-worker and she was like well Carrie what's what's Sierra did you what would you mean you don't like her I don't like her she just she just she came in and just changed everything and you know I got a bad review and I really feel like she had something to do with it and Carrie and tomorrow's like what you mean you think she had something to do with your bad review now days prior to that she had her yearly review Ian and our HR lady, Miss Jenny, had her in office, like if, it, you know, your regular yearly review um, to go over your performance, you know, if there's a raise, you know, just all kinds of stuff, what you can do better, what you're currently doing, things of that nature. Obviously, it wasn't that good. Did she get a raise? Yes. It was literally like a quarter. Like I had, I was already coming in the gate, getting paid more than her. <laughs> Because of my experience. But yeah. I'm really getting paid more than her now. Um, 
and and her her review was pretty bad the performance um she because of her shortcomings you know even with the shit that she do with the folding of the clothes and and putting back inventory that's a mess up you know you put the put the inventory back in wrong spots it it have us do double work having to look and find certain things that you should have been up on you know just all kinds of stuff um so in turn of course she blamed me for that <laughs> and tomorrow was like carrie i don't think yeah sierra ain't have nothing to do with that i don't even think sierra know about even knew that you had a review you know like tomorrow was at that time tomorrow and she she still does she she takes up for me she speaks for me because i don't even say shit because it's pointless to, to to a dumb motherfucker and her homegirls was like damn sierra must must really be a bitch and tomorrow's like no sierra is not a bitch sierra is like that she's that bitch she yeah she came in and changed some shit yet but for the for for the good like bitch we have trash cans <laughs> she came in and was like yo think we could get a couple couple trash cans <laughs> and like a week later we got trash cans you know what i'm saying like just little shit like that you know i was like she said you know sierra she ain't talked me out of quitting but like she talked me out of quitting she made me see a bigger picture she told me you know she gave me game she told me if i do it like this like that like that my checks will be a little bit bigger than what they are now and which just that is true you know i told her, i said hey listen at least while you're here again i'm not opposed to you looking for another job you know but while you're here take advantage of the benefits you know and sign sign up for when your three months is up you know um i said if you can try to come in early at least one hour early you may can't stay later you know because you got a child but if you could come in one hour early monday through friday you know if you could come in on saturdays you know and do like from seven to twelve you know what i mean you'll see a significant change in your check maybe not every saturday i work every saturday but if you can do like every other saturday because i know saturdays are important to people especially if you got kids um but do it like try for two weeks and one and, and then within those two weeks work a saturday you and then we get paid every week so you'll see it and literally within a week's time she was like you know what see yeah you right you was right i i, I did see a significant change in my check because of me coming in early you know what i'm saying i don't take an hour lunch break i take 30 minutes you know that's most sometimes we do take an hour because it'd be so fucking hot in the warehouse um but for, for someone like me who likes to work who likes to move around like i take my 30 minutes and i'm back on the floor um but yeah so like i'm a real change maker around there I'm a, real, I'm a real playmaker and we got fucking trash cans in that bitch so you know she tomorrow explaining that to her homegirls and you know carrie's just sitting there and tomorrow's like carrie you tripping man like you know you don't even do anything you're really not like a team player you know we count you know we verify boxes and orders and stuff like that you have to be told to do that we just do that because we a team you know what i'm saying like we don't have to be told to do that but if you're not told you're not gonna do that you know how that looks to everybody else that's not fair you know what i'm saying how can you talk about being a team player you don't even willingly want to do nothing else but 
fold clothes where everybody else is out on the floor in a hot warehouse you know doing orders shipping and doing paperwork and stuff like that you're in the back here in a corner she has a little station that's literally in the corner close to the window you look out the window and you be in a daze but when Ian tells you to come out on the floor to do a few orders you complain about that the walking you know you don't you don't have muscle she can't lift nothing <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you in the way you move slow like she 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 told her a lot on single de Mayo so Tamara was like listen man just just leave Sierra alone you know it's one thing if you don't like okay cool there's nothing I can do about that but what you're not gonna do is blame her for shit that she ain't have nothing to do I'm not you're not about to sit in my house and I'm not about to let you do that and like nah you know what I'm saying like me and her cool we we ain't she already know we not that cool uh I invited her here but at the same time like you know you're not about to do that to that girl you know so that was that was a thing and I and I held all of that I'm still holding on to all of that Ian doesn't know about none of that um, but he does know about the behavior that she's showing toward the young ladies um Tamara did tell him because it had got to a point because she even with that talk she was still just talking shit behind behind my back and you know what the young ladies would come would would work in the same area that she was working in she will wait till I leave now I'm training this, these young ladies they came in at a time where work was kind of slow so all we really had was more like merchandising work like folding rebagging retagging things we didn't really have orders to do um but I'm showing them how to do that and uh so I would walk out and she would you know get up and be like yeah hey y'all I don't know what's here you know told you but we don't do things like this here and just and they're like wait what <laughs> like excuse me like it's one thing if you won't drop some jewels but you kind of like throwing me under the bus for no reason. And they will come back and tell me like, yo, Carrie, right after you left, Carrie came to us and was like, yo, we don't fold clothes like that. We don't tag clothes like this. You know, I don't know what Sierra showed you, but we don't. And we're literally doing what she's doing. You know, it's, it's easy to fold a shirt to company standards. And I was like, oh, really? And she was like, yeah, man, that shit was mad uncomfortable, you know, and she's staring at us like we're talking amongst ourselves because they work at the same table side by side. So they're just chit chatting away while working. You know, they did have their phones out. You know, if they're not talking, they're listening to music. I know one of the young ladies, she did have her phone out and was looking at like a show. I did tell her, I say, hey, you may want to watch the phone. You know, I wouldn't want, you know, one of one of the managers to come back here, even though you're doing the work now. Even though you're doing the work, I wouldn't want them to come back here and see you with your phone propped up. So just, you know, be mindful of that. You know, if you, you know, got like little earbuds, you might like listen to it, but like actually watching it, I wouldn't want them to see that and stick the whole, you know, your productivity shit on you. I see that you're doing the work, but again, they may see something different. So, you know, homegirl ain't listen to me. She still got a phone out, but that's neither here or there. Um... So she'll see all of that because that's all she do. She watches, you know, she don't even do her work. She let all that shit pile up, all the clothes, all the shirts, just everything just pile up. Too busy watching them girls. And when they talking amongst themselves, she'll turn around 
and stare at them like to see if they're talking about her or what they're talking about weeks weeks go on weeks go on those young ladies are telling Tamara you know um and Tamara is one of those workers like man look it ain't got nothing to do with me I'm out of it I'm here to kind of like me I'm here to make my money you know like we hit a jokes a little bit and go home you know I, I got it I got a daughter I'm trying to make sure she's straight that's it but it started getting the best of her you know and also just the shit that she was hearing about what Carrie was saying about me you know to her other co-workers and then the co-workers feeling away because Ian looks at me differently than he do them like now Ian is a white man these two other women and these are older women these could be my aunties they white women they jealous as well because I'm getting this or I'm doing that and it's like, I came in the door telling him, listen, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toes. If you got somebody to that you was already considering for a lead position, by all means, do that. You know what I'm saying? If you got Tamara, if you was considering Tamara before I came here, stick with that. Lo and behold, Tamara was like, man, I don't even want that shit. But I did tell him you would be the better, you would be the best fit for it. Because you have the personality, you have the work ethic, you know how to talk to people, you know what I'm saying? You ain't with, with all that micromanaging shit, but you know how to delegate and you also one of those people that don't mind doing the work. She was like, and I've been told him that when he told me who he was bringing in, your background, she was like, wait a minute, I know her. She trained me on a, on a previous job, like, man, get her in here, you know, so I already had a vouch, you know, so... But for the fact of he considered me and he still does considers me to be um, to go for the lead position, at least on paper, um, they got a whiff of that. And they're like, oh, you know, why didn't he come to me? He even told me himself, like, how can I go to one of them? They don't even they don't even talk to anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have the fire. They don't have the gumption. They don't, you know, all they want to do is sit down and talk. I, I can't, you know, and this and this is an easy job, y'all. This is a very, very easy job. We are at, we are at, we're working at a distribution center. And when you, when you say distribution, we're distri distributing the merchandise out to customers, to companies. You know, we have to pick things and do orders and pack it and box it and ship it and do, you know, a little paperwork. And that's that. It's very, very easy. Go up and down the aisle. Very easy. You know, but they can't even do that. They don't even know how to talk to other people that don't look like them. And that's another thing. And this is where race plays into a lot of shit. Because it's like, you can't, you can't talk to me about an order. But I could talk to you about an order. But because me just being here makes you that uncomfortable. Like, that's, they see that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I've heard some stories about my supervisor in the past. Oh, you know, he's he's been called a racist. He's a racist. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm going to keep it a buck. I haven't seen it since I've been there. You know, me and Ian, we, we have a, we've built a good rapport with each other. You know, we crack some jokes in there. We get the work done. You know what I'm saying? He's even said, he was like, listen, I've, I'm sure you've probably heard some things about me in the past. You know, um, I'm not here to say if things are true or false. I really don't care. All I'm here to do is bring this company to a higher level you know I come from you know 
20 plus years of retail over here at this company and I want to take some of the things that I learned from there and bring it here. The, the, the challenge is because this is a family owned small team, a lot of these folks don't like change. You know what I'm saying? So I want to implement some stuff, maybe not everything, but I want to implement some stuff to make to make things flow to, for I, I want y'all to get raises. You know, before I came, there was no bonuses, you know, but me and, you know, the manager and come to find out that's, that's his brother. So nepotism, um, he was like, you know, we got together and we, you know, he, he implemented a bonus, you know, thing where, you know, when we hit our quotas instead of just doing orders throughout the year. And then you get a year like, no, let's do some bonuses throughout the year, maybe like two bonuses throughout the year, if not, maybe one, you know, but it's a hefty bonus. It's not like just $50, you know, some people get four or five hundred some people get two you know but something you know what i'm saying um you know he was like i want to i want to change that i want i i'm fighting for pay as well you know i'm fighting because i know we don't we're not like a billion dollar company we can't quite pay people what they trying to get you know what i'm saying and that's what i'm fighting to do you know hence why we're trying to work now so we can make the numbers show them like hey look the people that we have they pumping this out the productivity is here you know what i'm saying um so let's get these people paid and even the people coming in you know um so this job doesn't pay doesn't pay that well i'm getting paid pretty decently because of my experience and and he even explained that to me he was like man look i'm gonna keep it i'm gonna be honest with you i had to fight for your pay you know i had to um because you're coming in you know you were the first hire from through the company because they they would normally deal with like temp agencies but he was like i wanted to change that because the motherfuckers that come through the temp agencies they ain't worth shit you know what i'm saying they just trying to get a you know he's like you know how he said under me there's a high turnover rate rightfully so because i need quality people yeah they come in yeah I hire your buku people and this is a white boy that's telling me this he's like yeah I hire your buku people but i also let them go because they're not giving me nothing they're not this is this is too easy of a job for you to not give me at least 80 percent if you can't give me 100 at least like 75 80 you know what i'm saying but not coming in the attendance and you know um taking long breaks and stealing time and just all kinds of stuff like yeah they may show me that that they are good workers in the very beginning but after a while it, it get too lax i need people that's gonna work all year round because i'm gonna work all year round if i'm in the offices you know on these phone calls talking to talking to the owners about pay and raises and incentives and bonus it's just all kinds of stuff that's going to benefit y'all y'all got to give me some and i and i feel him i get it i get it i totally understand because i'm in it for the money <laughs> you know what i'm saying so when even though i didn't come in fully i came in toward the end of like the quarter i still was able to get a cut of the bonus and he fought for that. He was like, you know, because you did such an awesome job with, with your work and also training Mr. Brian. And he knocked it out the park just with how you showed him how to work. And already his work ethic was great already. But just the detailed stuff, he was like, I told him like, hey, we got to break off here and Mr. Brian. 
You know what I'm saying? They 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 do a little bit of everything now. You know, they don't just do orders. They, you know, they they downstock, they get on the big Joe, they, you know, they clean, they do all kinds of other shit. And I don't even have to tell them to do it. That's the thing. I don't have to tell them to do it. You know, but but, but because of their experience, their background, you know, they are very team oriented. They help one another out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Sarah, what you need help with such and such? Hey, Miss Brian, what you need help with? Hey, tomorrow, what you need? Mr. Sam, you need some help? Something, something. You know what I'm saying? Before I leave, what y'all need me to, you know what I'm saying? Because if I leave and I don't say nothing, it's a problem. That's how, that's how I look at it. So I'm like, hey, does anybody need anything before I leave? All right, you go, you go straight. Okay, cool. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? But these two lazy white bitches, they don't do that. They don't talk to none of us, at least the black people, um, or at least myself and Tamara and the other two young ladies. They'll talk to our my two older co-workers, Mr. Sam and Mr. Julian, who's been there for, you know, eight, ten years. You know, they are the motherfuckers. They cool, but they don't like change either, you know. They don't, they don't like change either. They still be talking about, oh, well, you know how it used to be at this location and how it used to be ran. And, and I'm like, man, I, I I hear all of that. But at the same time, man, it's a niggas is trying to change the, the morale and the trajectory of that. Niggas is trying to get paid. But when it's bonus time, y'all getting the max. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You know what I'm saying? But when... But when y'all get a whiff of me getting a cut of that bonus, then it's a problem. But I did bulk of the work. How you going to tell Tamara? And I'm talking about work shit. <laughs> but how you going to tell Tamara she ain't going to get no bonus because when she turned over to be permanent, it was after the quarter. First of all, you ain't supposed to tell her that. You know what I'm saying? Like... Don't discourage that girl like that. Now, she winded up getting a bonus. You know, and she, of course, she came back to tell me, oh, girl, you know, Mr. Sam told me I ain't going to get it. I said, how the fuck would he know what you going to get? Well, he told me because when I turned, when I turned permanent, because she come from the temp agency, when I turned permanent, it was after the quarter had ended. I said, Tamara, you going to get something. I'm, I'm, I have faith. I believe in my, in my heart of hearts that you are going to get something. You know, your hours have bumped up, your pay has bumped up, your productivity has bumped up. There's no way in hell Ian is not going to make sure you get something. I know you may not get the max, whatever the max is, but you're going to get some bitch. Quote me on that. She was like, all right, see, I just want to make sure. I said, I know, I know so. This ain't what I've been told. Like, we've been working too fucking hard the last two months for you to not get nothing, but because you turned on. Bitch, you've been here longer than me i know i'm gonna get something it might be a hundred dollars but if you don't get something then i'm gonna say something about that like hold on you know and lo and behold she got something she was like see you right i i had I, I got my bonus i said that's good i don't you ain't gotta tell me how much i don't need to know you know what i'm saying long the fact still remains that you got broke off you you know you got you earned that so for Mr. Sam, you know, to feel like he was entitled to tell her, you know, oh, you ain't going to get nothing because you, you know, you ain't been here a year. And this is that. See, this, this, Mr. Sam, cool. Yeah, Mr. Sam, he's mad cool. He he like, he, he the elder. He know his shit. I do. I, I currently still go to Sam 
till this day for questions. But shit like that, you ain't supposed to tell nobody that, man. That that's a discouragement. That's a that's a discouragement. And I told her, I said, Well, you tell Mr. Sam that you got your bonus and you see his reaction. Now I don't know how that went because this was like last week or so we just got our bonuses but that conversation that we had was like a month or so ago so you know the bonuses had been talked about for at least for like two months but we just got it um but i said all that to say (laughs) i said all that to say ian chose me i ain't choose the game you know what i'm saying i'm just a player in the game you know what i'm saying i can't i can't help that i'm putting numbers on the board baby and I'm trying to bring, you know, some other players in to put numbers on the board. And, and you you lazy white bitches are on the bench. Y'all ain't showing this man nothing. And that was his that was his thing. He was like, you're not. How can you come to me? How can you say that I didn't consider you for the job? You ain't come to me. But it's that entitlement. It's that white privilege. You know. Oh, he's supposed to come to me with the with the proposal, with the job position, with the with the uh, promotion, this, this, and that. They're like, no, you ain't showed this man. You ain't shown this man anything since I've been here. You know, you don't you don't have the backbone. You don't work like I work or like a few of these other people out on the floor work. Them young ladies that got hired on, I told them I gave them the game. Woo woo woo. They running full steam ahead. If they have questions, they're going to ask. But other than that, they on the flow, doing orders, you know, hey, Sarah, how do I do such and such? You know, I see how you doing it. You know, I need to I need to learn a more efficient way, like to cut down time. And you know, like niggas be caring. Yeah. Niggas be caring about their job a little bit. We talk shit about it. Oh, no. Yeah. We, we talk some shit. But we do care about our jobs a little bit. You know, how to make it easier for ourselves. I'm all about making work easy. I'm all about working smart and not hard. The only hard thing about the job is working in a fucking hot warehouse. Other than that, the job itself is very easy. You got to make it easy for yourself. And I preach that all the time. Damn that every day at work. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to do this, here's a suggestion. At the end of the day, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but here's my suggestion. I think we could do it like this. If we do it like this, then it's going to cut down time. You know, the, the numbers go up. You know, we can get this done quick. You know, if you don't want to be on it all day, this is what we could do. If you don't want to fuck with it, fine. If you do, fine. I'm all for giving people's op- people options. You know, this is what, this is how this company want their products. So we got to do it like this. But... We could still do it like this, but if we also do it like this as well, it's gonna cut down time so it won't be so uh so it won't be so long. So the process won't be so long. We could still get it done. But I think I found a shortcut. And we wind up fucking with it. You know, and, and that's what they mad about. Fucking stupid white she devils. Um, I'm on their ass boy. So back to Carrie. Bitch, I gotta take a sip because y'all y'all got me riled up. Prior to the employee event, Ian, <laughs> Ian don't even want to deal with Carrie like that, man. He he tired of talking and shit like that, but he asked Tamara, he said, hey, and this was, this was the wrong move on his end. He said, hey, you think you can talk to Carrie for me? And she was like, er, what you mean? Well, I figure, you know, since y'all are cool, 
you all have a better relationship, you know, you may could talk to her about, you know, just her behavior and, you know, how she how she is and her lack of interaction with the other girls and, um, you know, things of that nature, because Tamara did tell Ian, you know, uh, one day she said, listen, you know, this shit getting out of hand with Carrie, man. Um, she's talking a lot of shit behind Sierra's back for no reason. You know, she's making the new girls uncomfortable to staring. Um, she's she she's not 18 player. You know, she's still stuck on the fact that, you know, those girls do something different from her. And she thinks that Sierra is telling them to do it like that when we all know that you're telling Sierra to tell them to do it like that. But because she don't see that, she's going to automatically think that Sierra is telling them to do it like that. And he was, you know, he was like, man, this shit is just so frustrating. This shit is just small and petty. So he told, he asked Tamara, could he talk to, if, if she could talk to, to Carrie. And of course, Tamara come to me. She was like, what you think of that shit? I said, well, one, that's unprofessional. Two, that's not your job. You don't get paid for that. But at the same time, again, I like to see both sides. If you're a manager and you have a problem with an employee, somebody like Carrie, you can't quite fire her um, because she hasn't done nothing like detrimental to the company. Um, so you have to keep her on. They're only keeping her on out of sympathy because this is Carrie's first job. She had help getting this job. I believe her mother or sister was with her when she got this job, you know, to talk for her, to explain to management that she doesn't know how to reach, doesn't know how to write. Maybe they can make a position for her that she doesn't have to use her brain, so to speak. Um, so it's kind of like they hired her, they, they, they're keeping her out of loyalty. Um, so I'm very well aware that at any given fucking moment, they'll get rid of me and they'll keep Carrie. Um, even though Carrie could be in the wrong, but, uh, so I, I get both sides and he, and you know, he's just frustrated. Like I'm talking to this girl about the same shit again. So maybe if it come from. Maybe if the same message come from someone who she looks at like, you know, this is my friend, it might have a different outcome. So I explained, I explained it that way to Tamara. She was like, yeah, I said, but again, you don't get paid for that. You don't get paid enough for that. Now, if you want to, because, you know, you are getting frustrated with, with, with the shit talking too. You know what I'm saying? Having to hear shit that she say about me and about the girls. And it's like, we ain't even done her nothing. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to take it upon yourself to talk to her, by all means, do it. But if you feel like this ain't, this ain't what you want to do, he, he can't do nothing but respect that as well. So she, 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 um, let it sit for a week or two and, and it wasn't until last week I want to say like around Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, she um pulled her to the side and said, you know, hey, Carrie, listen, um, Ian told me to come to you a long time ago to talk to you, but I ain't want to do it. But now it's getting to a point where this shit is getting mad uncomfortable. You know, you're making these girls feel uncomfortable. I'm tired of hearing that you're talking mess about Sierra when Sierra clearly didn't do you anything 
you know, you're, you, you feel the way about me talking to Sierra. Sierra is my friend as well. You know what I'm saying? We work well together. You know, um, you don't see that because you don't like her for whatever reason. You think this girl trying to take your job and trying to change shit. Yeah, she is trying to change some shit. She trying to make sure people get paid. At least while we're here, she's trying to make sure that people get the benefits. You know what I'm saying? She's not trying to be nobody's supervisor now. They may want her to be a supervisor, you know, but that's them. She's not looking for that. But you talking shit behind this girl back, thinking that this girl don't know. I said, she said, Sierra know everything, everything that you said about her. She does? Oh my gosh. She said, yes. Either I've told her or another co-worker has told her, you know what I mean? But she's keeping it, she's keeping it cute. She's sparing you. You know what I'm saying? And that shit's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've told you, I told you a while ago, you know, maybe if you speak to her, you know, she's not really that bad. I take that back. Don't, don't speak to Sierra. Don't talk to Sierra. Don't even say good morning. Don't even look her way. You know what I'm saying? And I know she's told you she'll stay out of your way and you stay out of you stay out of hers. She's tried her best to stay out of your way. But somehow, some way, you always talking shit about her. Like I, I she said, I, I don't I don't understand that. The girl ain't done you nothing. She ain't called you out your name. She ain't touch you. She ain't all you do. Back here is sitting this fucking corner, look out the window and fold t-shirts. While we, mostly the black people, are out on the floor pulling orders, packing, doing the paperwork. You in here in the AC folding t-shirts looking out the window. Ain't nobody mad at that. How, how, how can we be mad at that? We, If anything, we mad that you ain't no team player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, but it, she was like, you know, leave them fucking girls alone. Leave the new girls alone telling them shit about how they fold and what they verifying. That ain't none of your business. Ian put Sierra in a position to train. That's it. So if there's anything that Ian is to tell them, he'll probably tell Sierra to tell them. That's how you delegate. She said, and she was like, I told that bitch, look up the word delegate. Cause I know you don't know what it means. I was like, damn. She said, no, I got, I got to talk to her like she's stupid. Cause she is, you know, she was like, I just kept telling her, leave the fucking girls alone. That shit's not cool. <laughs> you know? And I was like, well, I appreciate you tomorrow. She was like, no, she said, you know, I, I, I listened to everything that you said and, you know, no, it's, it wasn't my job to do all of that but at the same time we work close together we all work together and I'm just tired of hearing I'm tired of hearing this shit you know what I'm saying like I work with you every day yeah we crack jokes on Carrie here and there but like it be the same type of shit but she really do not like you and I'm like I'm okay with that I'm I'm totally fine with that I'm not here for everyone to like me, but it, it just sucks because, again, I ain't do shit. How you don't like me and I ain't do nothing? She's like, no, and that that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? You you talking about you talking about somebody with, with my people. Them people don't, you don't even know who you're talking to. 
What if one of them girls that you was talking about me to was my cousin? Oh, I knew her. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know, B. Stupid white bitch. Fucking pale Pillsbury Doe girl looking ass motherfucker. And you talking shit about me? Me? <laughs> now, I was mad around bonus time because I'm like, man, I'm mad because this bitch is going to get a bonus. She ain't do shit. Well, everybody else. With an exception of the two young ladies, they 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 didn't get anything because they're they are new, um, and they are smart. My supervisor was like, "Man, I'm just worried. You know, I don't want the new I don't want the new girls to, you know, feel a ways about getting about not getting anything." I said, "Let me tell you something, Ian. You underestimating these these chicks." I said, "They they are well aware, you know, about bonuses." They also know that they came in at a time where the bonuses was already set. Now, if they're here long enough, I'm sure they'll get the second bonus. You know what I mean? They're not tripping. Now, granted, we're not supposed to talk about how much we getting and things like that. Since since the bonus last weekend, last week, I I didn't talk about me getting a bonus. You know, they know I got one. But I'm not like that. I'm not like, you know, oh, yeah, I got this and I got... Mm-mm. They ain't none of y'all business. If y'all want to assume that I got one, okay, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't none of my business if you got one. If you just so happen to come to tell me like, oh, Sierra, I got my bonus. Oh, all right, cool. You know, but I'm not here to be finding out who got what and how much. And they ain't none of my business. All I'm worried about is me. I'm hitting my chest. Me, me, me. Oh boy! So I say all of that to say, Carrie is a jealous white bitch, lazy bitch at that bum bitch. She's just hating and jealous of a of a black bitch making money, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. I'm gonna drop the mic on on the Carrie Chronicles. That's all I got. Hopefully, I'll you know maybe next episode I have some other shit. But that's all I got for right now. Let's get in. I want to uh let's get into this into this uh into the CC music bag though. What are y'all listening to? What are y'all jamming to? I hope y'all still been listening to the Chef's Kiss playlist uh, which I'll probably add the Chef's Kiss 2 playlist in the description. I'll add the link for that. Um I've gotten really good plays on the first Chef's Kiss playlist. Um I've got text messages and DMs about, you know, weeks maybe a month later i'm still playing this you know i i play this in a car for my lift drivers and they love it um so shout out to y'all for still running it i wish i can get played paid for making these fucking playlists but it's whatever um but other than that what are, what are y'all listening to are y'all listening to Nas? Oh yeah, oh yeah, we gonna get into it we gonna get into it we gonna get into it um it was only three albums that I downloaded. One was Dave East, Fortune Favors, The Bold. Um, I ran it once. I think I'm going to run it again, but I thought it was okay. Dave East albums, Dave East as an artist, he's a good rapper, but he's not, he doesn't give me that oomph. I don't know how to explain it. Like, he's boring. I think that's what it is. He's a boring, good rapper. Um, but Fortune Favors, The Bold. It's a, it's a lengthy album. He got about, I'm looking at it now, 24 tracks. 
he still believes in like interludes and skits and things of that nature. So I think that's why his albums are always lengthy. Um, but he got Tiger, Jada, Jada Kiss, Ty Dolla Sign, Ghostface, Corley Ray, Corday, you know, Kick a Prequel and Dre and whatnot. Um, I give it, if I got to rate it, which I am, I give it about a five. You know what I'm saying? Um, maybe when I run it again, ho- hopefully I remember to run it tomorrow at some point while I'm working. I make her give it another rate. But as of now, I, I give it a solid five. It's okay. It's okay at best. Um, like I said, I only did three albums. So I got to um, The Long Awaited Black Milk. Black Milk is a Detroit native. Black Milk is not a group. It's one person. He finally dropped his long awaited Everybody Good. That's with a question mark at the end. Everybody Good album. When I tell you. It's a 10. <laughs> it's a 10. I ain't even like break it down yet before. It's it's flat out 10. Um, He took his time with this, of course. His last album was in 20, 2020 or 2019-ish, um, which was called Dive. Um, So he had a couple year gap, like two or three year gap. But this one here, 12 tracks, you got... um. You got Kareem Rickens, Mick Jenkins, which is another artist who's going to be dropping pretty soon. I believe either next month or at the end of this month. I cannot wait for Mick Jenkins. Mick Jenkins is he's a Chicago native. And I tell you, dope it and fucking dope. This makes sense for, for, for them to do a track together. Um, they're, they're those type of artists that is going to take a while to put out something uh, Black Milk, Mick Jenkins, Odyssey, Saba, you know, those are the type of artists that have a really good fan base and they're going to give you an album and then they're going to give you the next album within like five years because it takes, you know, they're just the way they bring works, you know, they can't just pump out shit every year like that. Um, no shade to people who can't pump out an album every year, but like they are true artists. They, they make their own beats and they, play instruments and just just all kinds of stuff um so again everybody good do i have a favorite yes it is number 11 called no wish featuring the incomparable fonte and rafael sadiq fonte when he does guest features and if you if you don't know fonte please do your due diligence on researching fonte he's a part of the legendary rap group little brother he's also the lead man for the foreign exchange which is kind of like an r&b group um that story is incredible how that band came about um they, they didn't disband but it's been a few years since their last album so i don't know if they're i don't know if the foreign exchange if the foreign exchange is still a thing or not I know they were touring, but, um, but yeah, they, they have some incredible music as well. But, um, when Fonte does a guest feature, especially a rap guest feature, like the chills and the goosebumps that he gives you word for word, like <sighs> you don't really hear Raphael, but it's bad is background vocals somewhere. Um, maybe like in a hook. But that's my favorite. My second favorite, of course, is Feelings Don't Feel featuring McJenkins. Um, like I said, a 10. No skips. Literally from 
number one, track number one, God willing, all the way to number 12. Yeah, really. Literally, no skips. It's not a long, it's straight to the point. I'm hoping and praying after this album has only been out. He released it last week. I want to say like around Wednesday, Thursday-ish. He dropped it in the middle of the week. Hoping and praying that he does a tour. I'm hoping and praying he has a tour lined up. I'm hoping and praying that he has New Orleans as a stop. I was a I became a fan of Black Milk while he was on tour. Um, shout out to J Money, J Money Red. She brought him down some years ago. I think when he released an Amatea album, because it was it was a tour surrounding the album. Uh, let me hold on, hold on now, hold on now. Um, it was if there's a hell below that was in 2014 so yeah he came down stomach is growling and i just ate i don't know what the fuck's going on but he came down i went to the show i didn't know who who he was but i was like man it's a hip-hop show a few to open the next it's the homies let me go support and he had my attention the whole night um and he had a live band behind him so and ever since then every time he would come down for a show i will always go i buy merch um I think I got one of his albums signed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's just mad fucking dope. I mean, just mad dope. Black Milk, Everybody Good, rated at a 10. Um, last but not least, Nas. Yep, yep, yeah, you, you already know. We, I was not going to go a show without talking about this fucking album um magic two magic two let me tell you something nice and hit boy been on one hell of a fucking run boy separately when you think about it hit boy been on a hell of a run with the production even with his own project you know what i'm saying um hit boy is not a rapper's rapper but he he could rap you know what i'm saying he, he could spit some bars and he's real cool about it but this Magic 2 album, I mean, straight to the point, 11 tracks, two features, 50 cents. You got 50 to get on a track to drop some bars. That's big. That's big, bitch. Um, <laughs> in 21 Savage, I wasn't, I'm a fan of 21. You know, I'm not like no big old fan. I don't know his catalog or anything like that, but I'm a fan. Um, I wasn't a fan of Nas having Lil Dirk on a track with him. And I think that was on King's Disease 2. Let me, let me double check. No, that was the first King Disease with Till the Wars 1. I, you know, y'all already know how I feel about fucking Lil Dirk. I think he's just Basuda. Um, but it made, it made sense to have 21 you know for one mic and one gun it makes sense the title it, it it just makes sense but no skips beginning to end do i have a favorite track yes it's black magic that's my first um but all of them slap black magic bokeem woodbine um pistols on your album cover like the whole album just cohesively it just goes and like i said nasa hit boy been on one hell of a run since the king disease series literally from 2020 he gave, he gave us an album every year king's disease 2020 king's disease 2 um 
2021. You got KD3 in 2022. Then you have Magic, which I got to replay. I got to revisit Magic. He gave us that also in 2021. I I don't really remember. Um, and this is and this is a shorter album. This is nine tracks. I'm gonna have to replay this joint a few times tomorrow. Um, but even then, this was a really good album. I got a homegirl who still goes and who still runs this album to this day. Um, she'll go to that album before any other Nas album. But yeah, Magic Two is on constant repeat. It's been on constant repeat since last week Friday. I will go back and forth between him and Black Milk. Um, of course I'll go go into my chef's kiss two playlist um just kind of all depends on what i'm doing but all in all both are tens magic two is a straight up 10 ain't no 9.5 9.8 no i'm just giving it a solid 10 one like a hell of a run production is chef's kiss you know what i mean nice flow has gotten better way better way better over the years but especially because he's now locked in with hit boy you know i think that's what it is i would love to hear um freddie gibbs over hit boy beats you know of course more big sean over hit boy beats um benny the butcher or you know even like conway um but Nas and hit boy is like it's it it is it um, that's pretty much all I got with the with the CC music bag, man. Like I said, I'm gonna post. I'm gonna put up the the Chef's Kiss Two playlist. It's pretty much like I said in the last episode. It's pretty much kind of like a, a rap, rapish playlist. Um, I think I got two or three like mid tempo joints. Um, but I kept it at thirty tracks. I want to say, um, yeah, thirty tracks because you know rap songs are. Or a tad bit longer than R&B songs, so I was like, I didn't want to do it like long, drawn out. But it, it got it got some bops on here, man. It got some bops, so that's pretty much it. I'm gonna give a shout out, and this is gonna be it because I'm at an hour and forty five. I want a shout out. I want, and this is a plug. This is like a shameless plug as well. And I'm gonna go to Instagram to make sure I get everything right that I say. My guy, Olfactory Candles, out in Dallas, Texas. I, um, I've been shopping with him for a few years. It's a black owned candle maker. And, um, it's like these jazz inspired candles. The sense is very deep and just sexy and like soulful. Um, he finally did some incense and I, I've been in my incense bag. I kind of like stopped fucking with the candles for a while because it would leave my room very, very hot. Um, but I was like, man, let me get back into incense. And he just, re he released incense. He released two scents, two flavors of, of incense. I want to say maybe close to a month now. Um, one is called heritage and the other one is intro. So I bought both of them, I bought both of them last two weeks ago and it blew my socks off. I was like, hold on, wait a minute, man. I mean, you talk about dynamite. It's it's an essential for for a man or for a woman, you know, especially for a man. You know, if you got like company over, yeah, it's a for sure panty dropper, for sure panty dropper. So with that being said, 
um, I'm going to put his link in the description. Um, and this is like, f I guess, free promo. I'm not getting any cut from this. This is just a homie I've yet to meet. But um, I, I believe in the brand. You know, I believe like he has a really good product. The candles are like phenomenal. Um, the story behind it, you know, when you even go to his page, like how he has this page curated, it just, it's, it's beautiful. Um, so I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put his, uh, his website, the link in the description, you know, hopefully you cop some incense. I think the incense, and it's only two cents, incense are like 12 bucks, but if, you know, I would suggest that you get both, um, you know, cause I think it's like 24 plus shipping and handling you might be paying like 26 maybe maybe 30 bucks for, for both which is not bad um and they're long pause they you know i got one burning right now you know and it burns for a minute not like for like not like for an hour but as opposed to like your cheap incense that only burn for like five minutes this this is gonna give you like a good 10 minutes maybe if that um maybe a little longer um i haven't really paid attention but after it burns after it's done the scent is still there you know what i'm saying where you don't have to burn another one right after you can wait a while like this the scent still sits in the space um so i really wanted to shout him out i i, I of course i did like an ig slide with it you know talking about the candle burning and everything and you know i even shared the video of course with him like i actually sent him the video but i really wanted to like shot him out on the pod um so old factory candles is spelled o-l-p-h-a-c-t-o-r-y candles a luxury candle company specializing in the art of scent paired with the art of jazz bitch and he was featured in oprah magazine hello what Come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, man. Say, man. Come on, man. So, um, yeah, that's 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 the only shout out I got. I mean, other than like a set shout out, of course, I want to shout out everyone. Um, like I did in the very beginning of the show. Shout out to the folks who have been listening. If you like what you hear, tip the bartender. If you feel ever so inclined, tip a dollar, tip five, tip ten. If you got a good honey bun, if you got a honey, tip that as well. <laughs> but if not, just run the numbers up. You know, as long as you're listening to the podcast, that's all that matters. Um, So I may put a poll up on Spotify, you know, for engagement. I may have a question. I don't know if you are on Spotify, please engage with that. Um, But I just feel like the podcast is a good podcast to listen to on the way to work or even after work when you're kind of like not doing anything because I do go over an hour most of the time I give you like a good hour and 30 hour 40 two hours length with the storytelling um the only thing I didn't talk about was the sneakers I'm gonna wait till next episode I know a lot of people are like man you know she's she's into sneakers she's a sneaker head a sneaker collector sneaker connoisseur she has yet to talk about sneakers the, the sneaker talk that takes a full episode for and I and I, my intention was not to make a podcast to talk solely about sneakers I got stories yet I got stories on top of stories I got hot takes on top of hot takes but I'm just 
I'm just tired. I'm just tired of sneakers. Even though I love sneakers. You know, if you're going to ask me what I just copped, I can tell you what I just copped. I copped the, um, the Mac attacks, of course. I had to get the Mac attacks. Um, and I'm trying to get all of the colorways. I, I believe the social status. There's a social status pair. There's a white and red pair. Um, I got some some uh, Birkenstock Kyoto's. Them shits is fuego. I can't wait to bust those. I might get on my grown woman shit and bust some linen pants on you hoes with those joints. Um, I got I got three pairs of Air Nike Air Kukanini Kukanini Kukani. That's what it is. Air Kukani. Um. It's a funny looking shoe, but when I tell you Max Comfort, um, I copped all three pairs from Extra Butter. Shout out to fucking Extra Butter for having like a fire ass sale. Um, some weeks ago, I copped all three for like 55 bucks. I went back to get another colorway. All them shits was gone. But Nike has them on sale as well. Not for that same price, but they're all on sale. Um, but I, I got those. So it's three pair. You're looking at a good like four pairs four pairs of shoes to start the second half of of the year that's a lot because normally i do like one pair a month but you, you know i can't pass up a sale i can't pass, especially a good shoe sale 55 bones oh yeah give me all of them um but that's pretty much it that's pretty much it um am i looking to my gunning for anything like particular no really kind of like i said the mag attacks so maybe some more sale shoes i'm not really even looking to buy jordans like that even though jordans are like you can buy jordans not at really really good prices like the jordans that like, of course i gotta get the threes and the ones and the twos and even that the twos are under retail you know i think the one i think the threes and the ones of course are a little over retail um maybe like 100 bucks over and that's still good considering um it's just all the other shit that didn't drop is it's an influx they're flooding the streets with tools and and things like that and all of them shits is dope but you might as well wait to get them under retail you know um but that's pretty much it that's that's all i got i hope you all have um an awesome sauce week and weekend i know i'll have a, a pretty good week and weekend um uh, of course it's going to be productive with work and everything um but yeah and and that, and that's it folks again tip the bartender and long live the joe snickers <laughs>